Hello and welcome. We are two old guys on the back porch. He is Tequila Dan. I am. I am Steve Scotch. And as always, we have the smartest girl in the podcast game today. Her name is Kat. That's C-A-T. And I got the grades to prove it. Anyway. Heard that. How y'all doing? You can find us on Amazon, Audible, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and Apple. You can also find us if you were to reach out and give us a question or a query or just a hey you on Facebook and Instagram. And this week in our shout out, we're going international. We do have some followers outside the United States. So we're going to give a big cheer this week to Dublin, Ireland. Oh. Dublin, Ireland. I've got relatives from Limerick. From well, Dan's O'Canter. So O'Canter over here. Used to be. <laughs> and our other place is Queenstown, New Zealand. Uh, I checked y'all out on the Google Maps. You look like uh, Lord of the Rings must have filmed there. So anyway, Peter Jackson must be running up and down the hills. So anyway, big shout out to y'all. All right, let's give it up for Ireland. I didn't know. All right, alcohol is encouraged before, during, and after this thing. Speaking of Ireland, they drink over (laughs) almost as much as we do. Wow. Must visit. Um, we don't really need it, any encouragement. I mean, we know how to do it. Um, Dan, what's on ice today? Uh, well, it's the old standby, dude. As beautiful as this weather is, it's got to be the margarita. I can't, I cannot get off of them. It's like crack. Stick with, with what you know. Cat, give me something. Um, I've got a lovely cosmopolitan today, like, like a raspberry cosmopolitan. Cosmo is here. All right. It's tough to say. Yeah, especially after she's had a few. What you um, got? <laughs> I believe this was cocktail of the week a week or two ago. I'm not sure, but I'm I'm doing the Long Island iced tea. That's yikes. My That's version's a, called the Rockville Island. It's a one and done. It's dude. It only takes a couple, but it tastes good. I've got them dialed in. Just. All right, we got two drink alerts. If you hear back in my day or crickets, turn you got to turn it up. Okay, now, I hope nobody out there is hungry because we're going to talk about food. And sometimes just talking about food will make you hungry. And specific, the item on the menu today is barbecue. Okay, now... My little wiki thing told me the actual act of barbecuing started in the Caribbean, like the turn of the 18th century. But as far as vinegar-based whole hog hog barbecue goes, I believe it started right here in Virginia. If not, it was North Carolina, somewhere close. Yeah, Yeah. and then I don't know. I I watched the Pitmasters. I, I don't know. What do you think? Five years ago, that thing started up. Yeah, seven, with the five, Myron. Yeah. What's his name? Mixon. That's him. Myron Mixon. He's got like forty-seven grand champion titles. Most and, decorated pitmaster ever. How? If you're a grand champion, forty-seven times, and you're fifty years old, that doesn't make sense to me. 
it should be a one-year thing, but they got these grand champion titles everywhere. Yeah, I lost track. Yeah, it was the champion of Texas and then Memphis, the champion. Yeah, whatever. But out here, I'm going to say, like I said, maybe five years ago, barbecue seemed like the big hot ticket. I mean, th- there was barbecue places popping up on every corner. We had Q barbecue. We had Red Hot and Blue. Uh, there was a local one I really like called Alamo, and they're all gone. They closed up shop and left. Why? I don't know. Is there a shortage on pigs or what? what what's going on? I, I don't know what it is, but for those of us in the South that were raised in the South, barbecue is a dish. Right. It, it, it's pulled pork barbecue. It, it's not a cooking technique. Each thing is different. Ribs are different than barbecue. It's different from brisket. It's different from barbecue chicken. When you say barbecue, it's pulled pork, vinegar base, or or ketchup base, whatever that right. shit is. But everybody's <laughs> got their own own deal. But right. barbecue. I, I mean, you agree, cat? Barbecue is a dish. Yeah, it's a dish, but it's like gotten overdone. Like the local uh, mayonnaise company, Dukes, has come out with a whole. Line. A line of different barbecue sauces. We've tried a couple. One was the mustard base. The other yeah. one's like moonshine. And then there's another one called Alabama White. I'm kind of afraid to try it myself. But yeah. it's like they're overcomplicating if, the whole situation. If Duke's mayonnaise makes it, it can't be bad because there is no other mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, smoking, charcoal, all that are different cooking methods. Barbecue is not a cooking method. It's... It, to me, it's a dish. Right, right. I, I think that, the, like you said earlier, that the cooking channel took it off the chart, and everybody you know, thought they could do it and open right. their own joint. Right, right. But I mean, there's there's 50-some restaurants out here, not far from where we're sitting, and there's no barbecue place. I mean, there's restaurants out there where you can get a barbecue sandwich. That's out of but, a can. But yeah. it's going to, yeah, it's going to be in that little container and they take the little ice cream scoop and get it out, put it on the bun, and, put, and here's your bar. That, now, I'm not you talking know, about that. It's like it's got no, I mean, back in my day, there was the famous Damn, Bill's it. Barbecue. Right. Bill's, Bill's Barbecue was the bomb. I don't, you know, well, it wasn't to everyone's taste. It was very pedestrian, <laughs> but it was barbecue. It was a classic around here. It was, and, and that disappeared. I but, didn't even think of that one. But right. I'm talking about a place that has brisket, ribs, rope sausage, barbecue, the whole nine yards. We don't have one out here. No. no you got to have the southern sides. you got to have the, the macaroni, right. the mashed potatoes, the coleslaw. you got to have all that shit. And they, did, they peaked. You're probably right. Five to seven years ago, they peaked, and now there's nothing. Yeah. We had a local chef up here, Mannequin, trying to, to sell it out, out of the uh, food truck. Did, right. He didn't last two weeks, and he was already gone. As soon as we decided to go try it, he <laughs> pulled it up and left. Well, that's your luck. But, I mean, th- there's places we can go. There, we just have to travel a little bit to, to, to find a couple barbecue, real barbecue places. But the thing that got my goat was... You want to go in there and get a meal. You know, give me the pulled barbecue platter with some mac and cheese and some, uh, you know, potatoes on the side. You know, like a meal. Right. But but these places, 
have gone into this, um, you know, like I said, they're, the treat, they're treating it like it's crack cocaine. We're going to weigh everything out, you know. You, you can get a, this is a quarter of a pound or a third of a pound or whatever. It's all like, what, a la carte? I don't even right. know what yeah. to what call was, it. And what was the, the, the dude in Texas started that, the Franklin's Barbecue guy. Right. His James name Beard winning barbecue. But he started that chick because he would make like 17 racks of ribs. 15 briskets and 40 pounds of pork. And once he ran out, he didn't sell anymore, and he wouldn't cook anymore, and people were lining up like they do at a crack dealer. Right, right. And when he ran out, they, and everybody thought they could pull from that business model, and it just didn't work out for him. Me and the wife, he go to town, oh, I don't know, a month or so ago, to go get some of that mead mm, at the meadery. Remember we, the meadery? We already went through that on a few... Uh, <laughs> podcast before but there was a barbecue place that everybody had been raving about so we were right around the corner we go to, to try it out so wifey pulls up the phone and i'm like what's the deal she's like i don't know the menu's so confusing you can't even figure it out it's like you know you can't order a meal there well you can get a barbecue that's 10 or 12 dollars for just a sandwich then the mat the sides are like six bucks a piece and we did the math and like two for us to eat two barbecue sandwiches and some potato wedges, it was going to be like $48. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we, we nah. didn't go in there. We're like, you could screw it, take that and stick it, People, man. This, uh, thank God you hit on one of my two favorite subjects, uh, food and alcohol, my two favorite <laughs> subjects. Uh, get yourself a smoker. Put in some research. Put in some time. Smoke your own, I don't care, brisket, chicken, pork. I don't care what you smoke. Put in the time. Do it yourself, and you will be money ahead. And you'll be oh, like, fuck those. I, well, Tequila I, Dan I, is on it. Right. His smoking of his, uh, what, you do wings and butts and all, it's yeah. it's top notch. It is. It's better than anything you'll get out here. I know that. I'm famous for the crock pot and the tenderloin. She the is the pot. queen of the crock pot. There's no bull. <laughs> but yeah, Dan hit on it a minute ago. You know, their little stick now is we're going to run out of ribs at two. We're going to run out of brisket at 3. You need to get here between 10 and 1. And if you don't get in here. And I'm not doing it. You're not hurting me into your restaurant when you want and threatening me with I'm not going to run out of it if you don't get over here. Then I just won't have it, you know? I mean, the one you're talking about is just down the road from the Vail, which they're that way with beer. You've got to get in line to get the Vale beer before it runs out, the special edition. Of yeah, micro-brews. They did that whole thing years ago. Am I calling it the herd mentality? Is that what it is? Where we're going to make you go right. into this arena at this we're time? Gonna make, I mean, we're going to make I mean, it happening, even though it's really not well, that happening. Yeah, we'll just herd you that way. Well, Kat's right. The, the craft beer places, there's a few out here, and I'm not dogging them. This is... This, you run your business the way you want. That's what you do. Whatever whatever way you can make money, that's fine. But they're like, you know, we got a new uh, raspberry lemonade beer. It's, speaking of ruining beer, okay, I don't know who called these cats craft brewers, <laughs> but can we leave beer alone? You don't put any fruit in Dude, it. Dude, when you I come wanna, at me I, with your oregano, watermelon, <laughs> I, I just want a goddamn beer. Can well, I dude, just... the 20-somethings are lined up down there to get it. They're yeah. I'm not kidding because well, they don't know what good beer is. Well, it might be good because I don't get any of it because they don't put it in the store. If you don't go down there and stand in line from four to seven, 
on Thursday afternoon, then you don't yeah, get it. Yeah, that's a big I mean, fuck no Life in Scott's edition. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> no. I, I'm, not, I'm not playing their game. I'm not doing it. I don't care if I don't get any more good barbecue or whatever. Then life goes on. But I, I just think it's absurd that these places are like telling you when to get there and how to do this. They just want you to call them up. And, and place an $89 order, right, for, well, for a rack of ribs and some potato salad. Come pick it up that, and go away. They don't even have seats. Some of them got, like, what, three tables in there? That proves to you they don't want you to come in there and sit down and eat. If Get your shit and go. They're using the old the, the supply and demand deal. It will limit the supply, and the demand will be huge. And people fall for that shit. And, yeah, no, I'll, I'll make my own thanks. Again, it, it's, it's a freaking dead pig. It's been then smoked, chopped up with barbecue sauce dumped on it. Okay, and, and we're we're gonna jump through hoops to Are get it. Are you saying it's been over sophisticated, Stephen? I just it just it's slowly morphed into what it is now. Is I just want to go into the get metropolis out here sandwich. and get a sandwich and bring it home for lunch <laughs> and I have a, a beer and a barbecue sandwich and you can't do it. Can I get a half rack of smoked ribs with a side of macaroni and cheese and coleslaw? No, you can't do that. You got to get seven ribs. Sides are extra. If you want to roll with that, that's extra. Yeah, fuck all that. I don't know. Like I said, cats right. The craft beer places they started this garbage first. Of you got to be here at a certain time or whatever. And you know, this is a time of year when the pumpkin stuff starts popping mm, out everywhere. Okay. Ale, now, you talk spice. about ruining a beer. Okay. Now ruining anything. <laughs> coffee a bit yeah you might want to hold off on the pumpkin stuff and here's why okay i'll take our pumpkin that sits on the porch for halloween or whatever and toss that joker back here in the woods now we got squirrels foxes raccoons coyotes we got everything roaming around we got bears roaming around back here by the way okay Nothing touches that pumpkin. Not one of those animals is, 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 will not touch that pumpkin. Okay? So why are we eating that thing? I mean, I like pumpkin pie. I will say that. But we're going to put pumpkin in everything because tis but the to, season. To I'm be fair, do. you like pumpkin pie once a year. You're right. not eating that shit every other month. <laughs> and nobody wants that. My favorite is that comedian that was on SNL and did the Sam Adams pumpkin ale and just ripped it a new one. Oh, that was too funny. That was too funny. You know the comedian Bill Burr? It's like a ball-headed yeah, cat yeah, from like Boston. Burr, yeah. Yeah. That, that skit's pretty funny. It's on YouTube or whatever. The Saturday exactly. Night Live people. No shit. Yeah, dude. It's like Saturday Night Live Saturday Night Live set up a little skit in a grocery store in there. The new Sam Adams pumpkin ale. So the actor comes up, takes a sip. Mmm. Oh, I, those... The pumpkin accents are just really strong. It's really good. <laughs> Next one comes up and goes, oh, I can see me serving this at, at uh, holiday parties coming up this year. And then Bill Burr w- walks up there, just like a Bostonian guy, right. regular, you know, takes a sip. <laughs> what is this shit? What did you, what, it's funny to sound like this. What did you do to my Sam Adams? It's pretty good. I don't know. Burr is hilarious, dude. Yeah. All right, well, again, that that was just a piss and moan on, I just want a barbecue again, sandwich. That's grab, all I want. I didn't know it was that hard. Again, grab yourself a cheap-ass smoker, gas, electric. I don't care. Those little pellet things. Pick yourself up one. 
get a good rub, try it yourself. It's not that complicated. You, you'll be. You just amazed. put it in there in the morning and take it out that, in the that's, afternoon. That's it. Wow. Now, I see these people pull the bone out and chop everything up on TV. Take the time to pick it, cook it with the fat and the gristle. Right. But take the time to pull that shit out before you put it on a sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody just pulls the bone out and chops up everything together. You don't want to bite into a sandwich. Oh, no. Get some no. gristle up in there. No. Yeah, you got to hand pull it. You got to take your time and get all that shit out. Right. But it'll pay dividends. The ribs, the same thing. Brisket, uh, it will pay. Yeah. Do it yourself. It's a hell of a lot cheaper. I need to get off my butt. All right, we're going to roll right in to Hot Old Chick of the Week. Hot Old Chick now, of the Week. The winner this week is... Drum roll. Nothing. <laughs> Who we got? Loretta Lynn. Wait, what? Loretta well, Lynn. Lynn. No, she was the Artist of the Week, right? <laughs> no, we're, we're going to get to the artist of the week later. Wait, ho, ho, I was confused. Ho, ho, ho. We got our wires crossed, dude. Oh, uh, we did? I don't yeah, know. I got L- Loretta Lynn, the country singer. Yeah, and it's this hot old, old chick of the week. I mean, she's she's 89 years old, dude. So okay, come well, on. she meets she, the old she, chick of the week. She, I get that. She doesn't look bad for 89 years old. From Butcher Holler, Kentucky. Butcher Holler. Huh? Coal miner's daughter? I, dude, she was born in 32. That's two years before Bonnie and Clyde that's were how, killed, dude. My mother was born in 32. That, that's, I mean, <laughs> she's still upright, and she's still a nice-looking lady. She is. I'm not saying she was smoking hot back in the day. When her and Conway were singing together, she was an attractive lady. Okay, I'm saying for 89... Am I wrong, Kat? No, I, I mean, mean, I'll give you. She, she is still living. I'll give you. She's, she's still. Looking. She's. On, she's hanging in there. Whatever. She, dude, the thing that I know is that she's had several songs banned from the radio. I love it. So I'll give her style points on that alone. Right. I mean, look at the names of some of her songs. I mean, this chick was honest to the bone. You ain't woman enough to take my man. Don't come home with drinking with loving on your mind. I mean, Loretta was all yeah. business, oh, dude, right stones, in dude. your she, face. When you're brought up poor, you got to have stones. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mentioned her in Conway. That was like early 70s. They, they did a lot of really good Conway, stuff together, Conway man. Conway had the big bad 70s chops, right? Hair flipped big, out, yeah. Yeah, with the big side, yeah. Conway could sing, man. I'm going to say he was kind of underrated, dude. I was dude. never a fan. I love that guy, man. Yeah, uh, I'm a musician, but never I know he did some cheesy stuff in the 80s or whatever, but his early stuff, it's good. It really is. And back to Loretta. God bless her for being on the right side of the dirt. Lord <laughs> have mercy, y'all. Three Grammys... Songwriters Hall of Fame. This lady, you know, she came from nothing, dude. I, I I'm mean, with dirt. You. She came I'm from nothing. You. And you know what? Unlike unlike Reba, her accent. It, I mean, if you're from Butcher Hollow, your accent <laughs> is original. It's not Reba's fake ass twang. Right, right. Yeah, good for her. All right, Loretta. Love and kisses to you. All right, we're gonna slip right into cocktail of the week. Now, this week, we're going with one of the wifey's favorites. It's called the Cosmopolitan. Very tasty drink, not hard to make. 
um, supposedly created by some bartender in Minneapolis, Minnesota in 1975, gained popularity in the 90s. There was a HBO show called Sex in the City where Sarah Jessa Parker, her character, always ordered the Cosmopolitan. Wifey Carrie. likes the show. She likes the Cosmo. And how I make my Cosmo is I usually put it in the shaker, put the ice in, uh, ounce and a half of vodka, an ounce of triple sec, half an ounce of lime juice, and about three ounces to four ounces, depending on how big the uh, martini glass is, shake it, uh, strain it, and then goes into the, to a martini glass and usually I put in a nice little slice of lime as the the ticket. lime the lime I think is the ticket That's it the, must the not be thing. too bad tequila Dan went through one pretty quick over here that <laughs> well, thing's I was, already I was, gone I was trying to wait for the on on air tasting you waited well it's not too too bad let, let's all right let's check it out all right Dan you're new to the Cosmo where you were Wow, he just. I'll tell you, <laughs> for my money, the lime is the key. Of course, that, yeah. that harkens back to the margaritas, but they, they could be dangerous. They could they could sneak yes. up on you. I can see that. Couldn't get a girl drunk real. Quick. I can I get a sip? Oh damn! Oops! <laughs> he didn't have a... Wow, <laughs> both of y'all just <laughs> ratted me Plus, out. That ain't good. <laughs> I know you've tasted them. Though. What do you got? It's not bad. It's not bad. I, I like the tartness of the raspberry and the lime. There's a little together. bit it's, it's, going on. There's two, three different things yeah, going on there. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. It's not bad. I don't know that I would, you know, go out and grab the ingredients to get it, but if I were offered it, I damn sure wouldn't turn it down. Right. Good. Now, now has, what is, does wifey drink them, or she's straightly wine wench, or what? What does she usually drink? And Donna's just vodka and a little bit of, I don't know, diet something. Oh, or she's the slim... Oh, we'll have vodka and soda with a slice, slice of lime. No, she, uh, whatever those, I don't, know, I don't know, vodka and something. Right. I just know <laughs> that's the main ingredient. She doesn't drink enough. All right, today we were bumpered in with the song I Was Wrong by Social Distortion, formed in 78 in Fullerton, California. Mike Ness is pretty much the main man, great guitar sound. Gibson Les Paul, I think he uses Fender Marshall amps, but uh, they got a lot of killer songs. It's, you know, Bad Luck, Ball and Chain, She's a Knockout, Let It Be Me, Sick Boys. I I, I like all these songs. I, I just dig their, their stripped-down sound. That's there's, it. There's not a lot. I mean, so it's guitar, bass, drums, lead, yeah. That's, it's three chords, bar chords, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. But they kill can, it. I mean, yeah. it's... Yeah, they got a great. What's sound. it saying? Three chords and the truth. It's yeah, that country music. Mm -hmm. yeah. Either it works for all music. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got the uh, I got the social distortion sticker in the back window of my pickup truck. Yes, that do. big one. That's your skeleton. Yeah, I got that when I went and saw him years ago. It's the one. Yeah, the skeleton. He's got a ciggy in one hand and a cocktail in the other. It's pretty cool looking. And your your guy, the nest there. He he's. He's been in and out of rehab like, I don't know, 38 times or something. Yeah. Good for him for kicking yes, it, you know? Yes, yes. Because he, he still comes out and gives it a shot. 
Yeah, he. There was a time there when it wasn't looking good for him, and I'm glad he held it together. <clears throat> I saw an interview of him. I don't know, not too long ago, and you could see, you know, the roads. It's a rough life. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, if, if you want to hear that old stripped down, old school punk, I guess whatever you want to call it, sound that's exactly. social D is the one to look for. Yeah, yeah. I I went and saw them out here like eight or nine years ago. I was so glad that I got to see that band. I mean, they they mean a lot to me. It was a great show. Mike's voice, it's sort of like mine. It's starting to go. Oh, um, wait. Yeah, his voice is. The vocals are, are not what they were, but he, he, he gets up there and does it. And, and good and, for them for still getting after it after 43 years, dude. Yeah, that's a long haul, dude. <laughs> that's a, that is a long Especially haul. the way they were living. All right. I think that's going to do it. Y'all check out Social Distortion, YouTube, them, iTunes, them, Spotify, them, whatever way you get your music. You're going to enjoy them. All right. We want to thank everybody for listening to two old guys on the back porch and... uh we're going to see y'all down the road. See you next week. I show that I'd win, but the world fought back for